now it's uh, coming up through to week three. Just jumping in for Waiver Wednesdays. Uh, an absolute just crazy week. It, it just uh, absolute demolition uh, job done by the uh, the injury. Uh, the injury bug sort of hit the NFL um, with a lot of starters going down, and not just uh, not just your sort of running back two, running back threes, or anything like that. We're talking people that had the number one overall draft pick or number two overall draft pick, with Saquon Barkley and, and Christian McCaffrey going down, Michael Thomas being out. Uh, just it, it was just crazy. Um, so many injuries. Uh, and already with people that were already on IR and opting out, um, it, it's it's really waivers are becoming very very important. But the hard part we're going to be looking for now is actually going to be trying to figure out who is who you can trust basically. Um, and there's certain backfields like, for example, uh, I talked last week about the backfield there in Detroit, and I said to steer clear, and I was glad I did because. When you look at at the way it's, uh, of its makeup, uh, it's just not a clear number one running back. Um, even wide receiver wise, they they sort of they can be a bit tricky week to week. Uh, so I'd steer clear of Detroit altogether, except for Matt Stafford, and uh, probably actually T.J. Hawkinson's about the only one in the passing attack that I would I would trust week to week. Um, but Matt Stafford's definitely a good quarterback to, to keep up. He's, he's, he's not bad at all. But anyway, look, um, let's jump in and have a look at the waivers. Uh, look, if you're if you're struggling there at tight end, um, then, yeah, look, it, there's not too many... There's not too many injuries in tight end outside of George Kittle. Um, hopefully he's back this week. But, um, look, I, I don't know uh, exactly what's going to happen with him. But uh, I, I think... I'd say he's probably another week away. That that knee injury did look pretty uh, pretty nasty. Uh, it looked uh, looked a bit gnarly where he, his knee sort of seemed to bend the wrong way. So um, hopefully, jeez, uh, hopefully he's back shortly because he's he's an absolute monster and I love to watch him play, um, even if it is for the 49ers, But that's all right. Um, look, if you are needing to replace your tight end, if you've picked up someone um, that just isn't performing um if you if you took a bet on someone and and it's just not working out um last week like i pointed out noah fant um he's if he's still on your waivers get him he's um he's just gonna looks like he's gonna be pretty reliable going forward um i put him in one of my teams definitely and uh he's he helped me out this week for sure um and then you've got uh, Tyler Higby's looked uh, look, he looked much better this week. He got three touchdowns, so you can't get too much better than that. But I, I hope he's not going to be a boom or bust. So for me, Tyler Higby, if someone dropped him, pick him up. Um, but I, I don't know if I trust him week to week, um, just purely because of how uh, the Rams are set up as a passing offense. They have a lot of different weapons, and they like to spread the ball around with a lot of mouths to feed. Uh, Robert Woods is probably the only one that I'd trust there. Um, but look, with uh, if you are if you are hurting a tight end and Higby's there, grab him. But I'd go Fant, Hawkinson, um, a guy who I said uh, before the season started, who, who I, I picked as a like a late round. If you're just gonna wait till the very end to pick up a tight end, uh, Mike Gesicki, uh He came through this week for uh, the Dolphins. Had a great game. Um, if he's on your waivers, probably worth a shot. Um, if you're hurting there, and of course, like I said, Johnny Smith. He is, uh, he's definitely coming through. My, uh, my call on him 
uh, at the start of the season. I was pretty pretty happy that that came through for me, um, but uh, he's definitely looking the part. He's looking very, very good. So those those guys, so Fant, Smith, Higby, and Gusecki are probably your best bets on the waiver wire this week for your tight end position. Um, in terms of drops, look, Logan Thomas uh, for Washington, if you've got him, I, I just don't think he's going to be doing very much. Um, um, who else is there? Look, I don't think there was too many other tight ends that really... It's just going to be a very difficult uh, position to, uh, I guess, figure out week to week who's going to be the, the main guys uh, that you can trust. So, look, I, I would probably suggest uh, looking at, at just guys that are, you think are going to be reliable. That, that's, the, that's the biggest part um, is reliability with the tight end position, and it's hard to find if you don't have guys like Travis Kelsey or... Um, like I said before, like George Kittle, but uh, George Kittle, even without him being out, it does make life uh, a bit more challenging, I guess. Uh, look, with uh, with your running backs, though, uh, moving through into there, again, heaps of injuries. Like I said, Christian McCaffrey, um, Saquon Barkley, the, the guys that are going to be coming in to replace them, it's going to be tough to sort of figure out Again, who's going to be those reliable targets, those guys that are going to be getting those targets week to week um, and getting the carries, I should say, uh, week to week, getting the touches. So for me, um, it, it does create an opportunity uh, for um, for people that maybe picked some running backs that are underperforming to, to shore up your, your running backs if you need some. So... Uh, like Sony Michelle, he's been not too bad, but he's he's not that that great. Like if you took a bet that he would be, um, like if you did a zero running back draft, and and you've got, you know, a guy like Sony Michelle in your starting team, and you're like, ah, oh, geez, I might need someone else. Um, I think with Carolina, uh, it looks like they might be signing Devonta Freeman. Uh, I haven't seen. It looks like they've agreed to terms, as far as I know. Uh, as for whether he'll play this week, I don't know. It's it's up in the air. It's anyone's guess. So I'd be pretty cautious with the backfield in Carolina. This week, I, I'd probably say Mike Davis is the bet. Um, I'd say he's going to come along. I thought Bonifon might be coming through, uh, but I think Mike Davis is probably the safest bet if you really want to take a punt. But if it was me, I'd, I'd be looking at um, anyone that's dropped Antonio Gibson uh, from last week. He didn't perform particularly well. Um, so it's, there's every chance that, uh, that they dropped him. So if he's out on your waivers, he's definitely going to be the guy going forward. Peyton Barber, he got one carry. Um, I thought he was actually going to be their running back going forward um, after, last, after week one, but they changed their mind and went back to what uh, what was going to be the way to go. He got one carry. Um, so he, he got he got, he got got a touchdown, but uh, he only got the one carry. So he's just going to be a bit of a goal line back. So he'll be a bit of a pain um, in terms of uh, stealing, uh, you know, touchdown vulturing and that type of thing. But uh, outside of that, I'd definitely go with... Um, Antonio Gibson there. Um, if you're desperate, J.D. McKissick, he's still getting quite a few carries um, in Washington, but I think Antonio Gibson's going to be uh, their guy going forward. Uh, but look, in terms of picking up running backs, Frank Gore, he was solid. He got he got the most of the he got the the vast majority of carries for the Jets. Like I said, he would last week. If you're still there, pick him up. 
Um, he should be he, he's solid enough. Like he got sixty seven yards, um, so not not anything spectacular, but um, he'll be a little bit touchdown dependent. Um, well, when when you're looking through running backs, Naheem Hines look he he looked like he was going to be the goods um, with Philip Rivers when he targeted him about eight hundred times last week, um, but uh, in week two he sort of laid a bit of an egg. He didn't really do much, uh, so. In my opinion, I'd, I'd probably steer clear um, of of, uh, of Naeem Hines because I think Jonathan Taylor has that job uh, sewn up. He's he's got it uh, or good. Like he, he he's basically his job to lose, I think, and he seems to be quite quite an effective athlete. So I think um, he's going to be holding on to that for quite some time. Uh, and particularly with Marlon Mack, obviously on on IR, um, getting surgery, I believe, on the Achilles. I think he, he did the Achilles in the end. Um, well, uh, when you're looking through the rest of the list, there's not a huge amount out there. Um, I mean, the only other one I could think of would be probably in the New York Giants. Obviously, with Saquon Barkley going out, some people are saying will uh, some people are saying uh, Gorman. Other people are saying Lewis. Now, if it was me, uh, I would say Dion Lewis is probably going to be your best bet uh, for the Giants to take over Barkley's role. The reason being because uh, even if he doesn't get a lot of carries, if he's not particularly efficient uh, in terms of his run, his rushing, because he he got you know he'll probably only get about three three yards of carry thereabouts. Um, but if he's going to be the guy going forward for them, because Barkley's getting surgery, so he's, it looks like he's going to be out basically for the season. Uh, so I would say that Dion Lewis, is, it'll be his job to lose. Um, and I think he, because his pass catching is, is so, so big, um, he, that's, his, that's his main role as a pass catching back. So I think that he will be their guy going forward. But... Um, Gorman might steal a few touches away from him, uh, but he'll still be a pretty solid week-to-week fantasy option because he, he has been very good uh, in the past as well when he's played uh, in Tennessee and a couple of other places as well. So he, he's, um, he, he should be pretty solid, I'd, I'd say. Uh, he, I'd pick him up for sure. Um, the drops, probably looking, obviously, Peyton Barber. That was my bad uh, for last week. If you picked him up, then yeah, definitely I'd get rid of him. He's he's looking. He's just going to be. It's, it, he's just not going to be uh, anything that's going to be reliable. It looks like he he's just not going to be able to get the um, the numbers that you're going to be wanting anyway. Uh, if you're going to be if you put a took a bet on Sony Michelle's probably not quite. I wouldn't quite drop him, but he's getting to that point. He's not quite getting it. If he's if he's starting for you at the moment. Uh, then yeah, look, I'd, I'd probably look at trying to replace him, but he's not really um, he's not really droppable. I wouldn't say he's still pretty solid uh, in terms of your your running back core there. I mean, he, unless you're still flush with running backs, like if you've still got you know Kenyon Drake and and um, I don't know whoever else you know a decent Zeke Elliott or something sitting there on your roster, then you're fine. But if if you're if you're needing something to upgrade, then and yeah, and you're kind of thin, then yeah, definitely hold on to Sony Michelle. Look, I, I think he will he will start to come good as he gets more carries throughout the year, provided he stays healthy. Um, but anything with with 
the running backs, though, it's going to be very, very difficult going forward. Uh, but definitely keep an eye on the Carolina backfield. Uh, and if they 100% sign Devonta Freeman, then I'd be looking to pick him up off the waivers as well. Now, when we look over at uh, your wide receiver core, uh, there's a couple of different options we can head for, um, obviously with Michael Thomas being out and a couple of other sort of curveballs that have been thrown, I guess, particularly in San Francisco. Uh, you probably... Actually, I might even add Jared McKinnon to that list of running backs now that I think about San Francisco. Uh, Jared McKinnon is not a bad pickup. Um, he's pretty much the only running back they've got left, uh, so probably worth a, worth a, worth a pick up from there. Um, but wide receivers, look, I think the biggest ones you're probably going to be looking at uh, for reliability uh, seems to be Corey Davis. Um, he's going to be uh, pretty pretty good going forward, I think, even when AJ Brown. Um, was on the field, he still got quite a few carries. So, uh, quite a few uh, targets, I should say. So, look, I, I think Corey Davis and Ryan Tannehill seem to be quite good together. They seem to have a good rapport. So, I think, uh, or the good connection, and they, they seem to be able to just find each other on the field. So, I think going forward, uh, yeah, look, I, I'd take um, Corey Davis uh, if you need uh, some wide receiver help. He's a solid wide receiver too. Uh, if you're looking for someone that is probably going to be able to give you a hand through, um, I guess if you've lost any, any wide receivers or if you've just, anyone that's underperforming or anything like that, you've got probably Marvin Jones is not a bad option. Uh, Nikhil Harry's okay. There's actually not a lot really to, to be honest that's out there that I would suggest picking up. The only other ones that I would say is possibly um, looking at um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling or MVS, as he's known, or possibly um, Lazard. He's probably uh, the other t- the, the, the two the, the other two wide receivers at Green Bay. It looks like Aaron Rodgers is certainly airing it out. Um, look, if Russell Gage is still out there, definitely pick him up from Atlanta as well. Uh, he's doing very, very well regardless of who's on the field. So definitely, I'd be going with Russell Gage. He's a great target, and, and Matt Ryan and the Falcons are just throwing the ball so much, it's just ridiculous. So uh, definitely, he's a great option as well. Um, he's, but th- those two guys, those guys are probably your main bets, I would say. There's been a few guys that I, I thought were going to be doing much better than what they have been. Um, but Look, if anyone dropped Deontay Johnson after his week one, pick him up because he's going to be worth it. Um, but I definitely called um, Will Fuller not looking to do too good up against um, the oh, when he played this week. So I think he he definitely he got a, an absolute he got a duck egg he got a zero. So I was definitely gone. I'm glad I didn't play him on my team for sure. Um, but look, the only other one I would say. Uh, Paris Campbell looks like he is going to be um, probably on the sidelines for a little bit. So uh, he, he they thought he had done uh, his ACL. Thankfully, that's not the case for him. Um, and he, he is able to actually continue playing. But it's going to be probably a couple of weeks before he's back and ready to go. So Michael Pittman Jr., um, I'd be looking to pick him up off the waivers as well. Um, in terms of drops... Um, probably the big ones, um, I think Emmanuel Sanders, he did nothing. I thought he was going to be the guy uh, that Drew Brees was going to be targeting, but obviously just nothing happened there. It was Traycon Smith and Jared Cook 
um, seem to be the, the beneficiaries there. Um, Jared Cook didn't get a lot of targets, but he certainly got targets where, where they counted in the red zone. Um, so, but, but the main guy was Alvin Kamara, which is who I thought. Um, but he he basically went through there. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, he just yeah, didn't, didn't get a lot there, I don't think. And I think it's, it, they may change it up given that they just lost to the Raiders. So they might change things up and actually target Emmanuel Sanders. But look, until I see it, I probably wouldn't really bank on it. Uh, all that much, so I think from what I would see, from what I, the the wide receiver core there in New Orleans, it's it's quite difficult to to sort of predict uh, what they're going to be doing. Uh, look, there if you need a long shot, uh, Nikhil Harry, he's probably um, he's not a bad option there with uh, Cam Newton, but look, I, I don't think. Uh, he's going to get too many targets. Like they'll, they'll get a few from Cam, but Cam seems to, they they seem to be running the the offense through Cam, which is good. Um, he's just using his legs quite a lot. He um, he got a couple of touchdowns. Uh, he became the first uh, Patriots quarterback in history um, to get back to back games uh, with uh, two rushing touchdowns. That's just crazy. So he's obviously an asset uh, as well. But uh, actually switching over to quarterbacks. Um, Look, the two guys. Uh, if you haven't picked, if Gardner Minshew's out there, he's still pretty solid. Um, but look, I think the main guy this week I'd be looking at is probably Justin Herbert. Um, he he did he, he looked pretty solid, uh, but he he's not he's not going to be anything. He's not going to set the world on fire. I don't think. I don't think he's going to be anything to write home about, but he'll be a solid option if you do need one. Um, so if you need a, a solid option there at quarterback and, you, and you're really struggling, uh, like if you've, I don't know, Baker Mayfield, he's been pretty good. But look, for me, Joe Burrow and Jay, and Justin Herbert, the two rookies, I think those two guys are good options to pick up. Uh, and of course, this is, I, I, I thought, um, the, the, again, like I said at the, in the preseason, Derek Carr, He's a great late round option in your drafts, but obviously for now it, we're obviously a couple of weeks in now. Um, but if, he, if he's on your waivers, Derek Carr is definitely a good option. He's he's uh, been doing quite well. So those are the guys that I'll be looking to pick up um, off the waivers for sure. Um, but look, I don't think there's going to be too much more in terms of quarterbacks that you can do. Um, there's there's not a lot that's really happening in the quarterback sort of space, I guess. There's, it's a little bit up and down, but the big news, I guess, out of it is that Jimmy Garoppolo is probably going to be out. Uh, so the, the 49ers are going to be down to their second-string quarterback. Uh, I believe it's Nick Mullins. He should be pretty solid. Uh, but we'll see what happens there. I, I don't. I don't exactly know what they're going to do. Whether they're going to bring in another veteran or whether they're going to just go with their backup quarterback. I mean, it's possible they they just stick with him for a bit because I don't know how long Jimmy G is going to be out for. Uh, but definitely keep an eye on it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the main ones for the for all the the skill positions in terms of defense. Uh, the 49ers. I'd be very, very cautious with them now that Nick Bose is gone. His ACL looks like it's done. Um, he's going to be he's going to be out for the season, uh, and it's going to be they've got Richard Sherman on IR. Like they're they're really they're in a world of hurt. They're in a world of hurt. The poor the poor Forty Niners. Their their defense is just they're they're hurting on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. So look, I'd be probably if if you could pick up uh, a defense. I'd probably be looking at someone that's that's uh, a ball control team. So 
for example, I, I've noticed that uh, there are some leagues where the Patriots are still available for some bizarre reason. Uh, but I'd probably be looking more towards a team, say, for example, uh, that's not a turnover-prone team on offense. So someone like, if you go for like the Buccaneers, um, they're going to be a really good team. Now, I, I, I've got them in a couple of leagues, and they're, they're not they're not going to get you 30, 40 points in a game, uh, but like where some defenses do, but they will be a solid team that will just be consistent because they got Tom Brady now he threw he did throw a couple of interceptions but that in in the first week but for the most part he's a guy that's going to look after the ball very very well so I think if you are going to pick up a defense I'd go the Buccaneers um, and possibly um, if you're really thinking like you're wanting to to take a punt you can have a look at the Washington defense um, but the other but the main one I'd be looking at is the Colts They've been a very, very good, solid defense uh, to pick up off waivers if they're available. Um, so, yeah, I'd be going after them. Uh, so the Colts and uh, and the Buccaneers on the defensive side of the ball uh, is, is probably the best place to be going for yourselves there. Um, but outside of that, look, my dart throw for the week, I'd probably be looking uh, dart throw-wise, I'd say Jeff Driscoll, probably in Denver. Um, if Drew Locke's going to be out for a bit, because he's he's uh, he's another one that's that's copped an injury. I, I did forget to mention him before, um, but I'd say he's my dart throw uh, in the quarterbacks. Um, the other one that I'd probably be looking at uh, is going to be probably I'd say Cole Beasley um, for Buffalo. Reason for that is that they're going to be playing um, they're going to be playing LA. So I think. I think that he's going to be basically a security blanket for Josh Allen. I think he's going to be the guy that they're going to look to. And he's just going to, if you're in PPR formats, he, if you're not in a PPR format, I, I wouldn't be going Cole Beasley. But if if you are, then pick him up because he's going to be a guy that's going to get probably, I, I would maybe even say 10 targets this week. Um, he'd get very, very close to that double-digit range. So I'd, so I'd, I'd have a crack at him. Um, just pick him up off the off the waivers there. Um, that's pretty much it for waivers, really. There's not a, this week. It's just been absolute just ridiculousness all over the place uh, for all of the uh, all the position groups. We've just had injuries everywhere, so it's just been just insane. So look, I, I just. Keep an eye out. See what's out there on your waivers. Hopefully, you've got priority on your waivers um, because I know a lot of people are probably going to be trying to shore up their teams um, with injuries that are going to be coming through. And there will be plenty more injuries, um, which uh, that's just the result of having no preseason. And these guys, they just haven't had the conditioning that they normally would have throughout a preseason. So, look, just stick with it. Keep an eye on the waivers and make sure you check your team just to make sure... Um, like for example, guys like Kenny Golladay and and those sort of type of people that um, have been a little bit uh, obviously they he Kenny Golladay has been out, but uh, if you've got um, anyone else that you need to to really replace or keep an eye on, um, yeah, look just just keep an eye out for for his availability. George Kittle's another one. Check his availability as well. Because uh, there's quite a few guys that are out and about there that um, that you can sort of you might need to fill holes all over the place at the moment. So see how you go. Um, but uh, that's all for Waiver Wednesdays for this week. Thanks.